Welcome, everybody, to another edition of the FXR Racing Race Tech Suspension Privateer Island Life Podcast. This is number 102. Thanks for listening, man. We did Alex Nagy before the Red Bull Straight Rhythm and uh, talked last week about him getting set up and everything else. And uh, this week we have the winner of the uh, Red Bull Straight Rhythm 125 class sitting across from me right now in studio. It's a little different show this week, but uh, always better to have the person in studio for sure. Race Tech Suspension. Pulp 19 is the code to save. They do motors as well. Chris Blose uses them. Uh, Justin Starling uses them. Ben LeMay. Mike Alessi up in Canada. Racetech.com. They've been around a long time. Pulp 19 will save you money for motor work or for suspension work. And uh, great guys down there. Go to their website. Check it out. Check all the things that they do. And uh, they can dial you in. And thanks to FXR Racing as well. Our uh, guest today, where is FXR Racing? Pulp 30 is the code to save at fxrracing.com, designed by racers for racers. Their 2020 stuff is out now. looks great. And a uh, real good company, real supporting a lot of privateers, the FXR guys are. And they do a good job with that, for sure. And Filthy Phil Nicoletti, this weekend, is going for his $100,000 bonus for winning the overall championship. And he wears FXR Racing. And uh, so if Filthy Phil wears it, so should you. So thanks to those guys for making it happen. Also, Skosh. Namira and Maxis are all on board with us for this podcast, of course. Maxis Tires, MXST, used by uh, AJ Cantanzaro. Speaking of privateers out in Supercross, I uh, want to thank the folks at Skosh as well. Rockstar Husky using Skosh. Uh, Pulp 25 is the code to save save money with Skosh. Uh, com. Also, Namira Technologies, their industry-leading top-end repair kits offer everything you need to rebuild your top end at a price that will keep you riding every weekend. Uh, Namira.com for more. Visit your local dealer for more information about the innovative kits as well as their other product lines. So thanks to those companies for coming on board. Thank you, people, for listening. I've teased it enough. The winner of the Red Bull Straight Rhythm 125 class and the guest this week on the uh, Privateer Island podcast, Joey Crown. What's up, man? How are you? I'm doing good. How Th- are you? Thanks for coming in. Oh, no problem. Thank you. So you were on your way to Michigan uh, after winning Red Bull Straight Rhythm, and I hit you up to do one of these, and you're like, you're like, not only will I do the podcast, uh, I'll come in studio for that, and can we go mountain biking? So it worked out perfect, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking about hitting you up, and then just you happened to hit me up uh, yesterday. It was perfect. Yeah. And uh, heading back today, back to Michigan, long drive. So yeah, made pit stop here and had some fun mountain biking. And you're into yeah. and you're into mountain biking, like you do it a lot. You like uh, it? Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. It's good training and a lot of fun right. too. Um, so you picked up a giant e bike. Yeah, giant brand uh, e bike. What did you think of the e bike? Oh, dude, it's blast. Yeah, it's, it's like riding around. I've ridden one around like uh, parking lots before, mm-hmm. but never in a trail. And then in a trail, it's just it's so sweet, just cruising through there. I think. Like, obviously, look, you're in shape, you're a racer, but it's still a workout. You know, it's still a good workout for a guy like you. I think that's where people think, like, oh, you just sit there. It's, it's, it couldn't be further from the truth. You're still working out. Oh, yeah, you're, you're still pedaling. And, right. I mean, you can run on that max, and it'll be easy. But, yeah. you know, normally you're running on a little bit lower mode, and it's a lot easier to keep your heart rate in the right zones if, yeah. if you're doing certain rides. And, and two, you can get a lot more riding in yeah. and go for a lot longer, too. What did you think of the trail I took you on? Uh, it wasn't bad, definitely. Yeah. A lot of rocks. <laughs> it's very rocky. It's yeah. very rocky. Right? Yeah, really rocky. Kept me on my toes. Yeah. Um, but no, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, sure. no, it was good. Thanks for coming out and and, uh, and pushing me, for sure. I, I my, On my Strava, you know, they always rank your workouts for you and everything. It said this this workout was a little higher than normal. So, so yeah, so you pushed my heart rate up a little bit. Well, that's good. Um, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, it was a fun time. So thanks for doing it. Thanks for stopping by. You're driving, you're home, dr- driving home to Michigan, of course. Yeah. Um, Red Bull straight with him. Congratulations. That was awesome. Uh, you took a YZ144 uh, 2019 model from your buddy in Michigan, right? Is that uh, what Actually, KTM. Oh, KTM. Uh, I thought it was Yamaha. I don't know yeah. why I thought it was Yamaha. No, I, I 
do ride Yamahas, but yeah, yeah. No, my buddy I, I was it. in Cabo, so forgive me. I, I didn't even see one thing from straight rhythm. So gotcha, gotcha. No, it's all good. Um, yeah, my my buddy, kind of one thing after another. Yeah, um, was a little idea, and then got invited, and my friends like, oh, you can use my bike. Yeah, and uh, yeah, end up coming out and end up going really well. Came with yeah, it. really, I'd say you won some money, right? Did well that way. Yeah, yeah, um, it was good. Definitely made the the thirty plus hour drive yeah. worth it one way anyway so um got that back but uh it's not easy to get yourself in this i i know because i got Nagy in but it was uh it was touch and go you know what i mean they had qualifiers they took the top eight to go to the kind of the night show how'd you get in or how'd you contact jeremy at red bull or was it a pastrana thing we'll get into that a little bit but um it was a friend from back home tom Zelinski. he helps out to eric Grenard, okay which i think he helps uh yep. put the event on so yeah, okay yep kind of hit him up and he said yeah i can get you in the 125 class so it was kind of happened, and then yeah, yep. once I got there, uh, we had to qualify yeah. into the top eight. And We're, well, sorry, go uh, ahead. I was just say I was able to qualify fastest um, and get me into there. And did you was, surprise yourself with that? A little bit. Like uh, Friday was kind of like a practice yep. option practice thing, mm-hmm. and it was very rough. I was <laughs> I was struggling with the bike through the whoops, and yeah. I was uh, kind of like my dad was like. We shouldn't even came this and that. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. He was giving up already. I'm like, Dad, I'll figure it out. Don't worry. Yeah. Uh, So I did this thing with McAdoo. I've I've been there the last two or three years, but last year we entered McAdoo. So I was there at the practice day and everything. And like he said, I have a hard time remembering what what obstacle is coming up. Did you find that the same way? Oh, yeah. Yeah. You're coming, you get to a rhythm section, you come into a wall, and all the wall, most of the walls look the same. Yeah. So you can't remember if it's a wall with a drop or, and then what's after the wall. And then after you come over, like, oh yeah, this is this. You know? Right, right. So yeah, it's definitely a little bit challenging. Took, and, took some runs to do that. Yeah, get it figured out and and get the rhythms and stuff dialed in, yeah. especially on the the one fifty. I'm I'm not I'm well okay. You won the thing, and maybe that's a little surprising, um, but I I'm not surprised that you did well at the event because you're a good jumper. I think you're a good jumper. I think when I watch you ride Supercross, you look naturally like you can figure out the rhythms pretty good. You can clear jumps that you know, not everybody's doing. Do you agree with that? Like you're good at jumping? Oh, yeah. 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 I, I believe I'm – I mean, I always thought I was a good Supercross rider yeah. until I actually did it <laughs> in the race. was a lot of different scenarios. It was like pretty tricky, a lot more tricky than just the uh-huh. practice track. Yeah. Um, but then, yeah, this this event, I uh, knew I'm pretty good at jumps. and Right. And – I don't necessarily have the biggest scrubs, but I'm good at yep. um, getting over the jumps, yeah. soaking yeah. up, and yeah. It. So like, it's kind of a, a, a it's a um, uh, an event that would you know you would do well at, right? Like so. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, you don't have a lot of two stroke experience, though, do you? Just eighty uh, fives or whatever. Yeah, pretty much eighty uh, fives, and then I got a KX one twenty five I played on. Okay. And then, but no really racing, and I actually last last year I got a two fifty two stroke. Um, that I did some races on some two-stroke money motors okay. and stuff. So yeah, a little bit recently, but um, never raced really a 125 yeah. at any sort of bigger level. But how, how was the jetting? You guys we were okay. We, did you nail it pretty good? Um, it was. We we did eventually get it, mm-hmm. but uh, that was one thing Friday too. We were battling with was okay. jetting, um, which is a little bit scarier. He was kind of bogging a little bit here and there. And, yeah, yeah. And a uh, little bit of detonation, but we got that figured out uh, pretty quick for. Um, yeah. Saturday, the real deal, and bike was ripping. Um, biggest one of your career, I'd say your pro pro career, huh? Your biggest deal. Uh yeah, yeah. It, was, it was pretty big, yeah. pretty big for win wise. Was your um, phone just blowing up after from yeah. everybody? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I felt like I just won a Supercross or something. <laughs> <laughs> it was cool. Yeah, um, got me a lot of uh, good press and and stuff. So yeah. yeah, hopefully help out. 
Yeah. Next year. And exactly it, right? You, you get invited back next year and everything else. Now, I was asking you during lunch, uh, I was like, did you go as a character? And you didn't go as a character. You should have went as Matt Crown, by the way. Uh, Suzuki Privateer. Yeah. Back that, in the day. That would have been a good um, idea. But, but did you think about it? Did you try to? Or? Um, no, I, well, it kind of came together kind of last minute. Okay. And uh, I saw kind of what the other guys, being as on a KTM, too, the selections are a little bit thinner yeah. for. Yeah. Could have went as Kelly Smith. Michigan oh, Zone. That would have been a good idea. Maybe next year. I got his gear here from the, back in the day. It probably fits you. Perfect. Because yeah. um, uh, I wrenched for him. And uh, yeah, we were first KTM factory team. So that, that might have worked. But yeah, maybe next year we'll do that. Um, no, it was a cool event. And hey, how about like, have you been there before or no? First time? No, first time. How about like the vibe? Like just hang, everyone hanging out, like easy ups, vans. Fans are just mingling around. Like, you know, Villa Poto's just chilling. I, I mean, I, I don't imagine it being any different, even though I wasn't there this year. Then other, it, what a cool vibe it is, huh? Oh yeah, it was, yeah. It was sweet. I, th- I think it's awesome that Red Bull puts this event on, and I mean, I, like guys, you know, rocks and all the top guys that were there too. They're just having fun. Yeah, I mean, it's racing, but yep. it's you know the, the fitness isn't as much of a big deal, so you don't have to train super hard coming mm-hmm. up, and and they're all on two strokes. It's a whole different ball game for everyone. Yep, you know. Yep. So it's a pretty level playing field that way, and the biggest thing is jetting. But yeah. And then you just get out there, and it's definitely really cool with all the fans and all the vans like back in the day. Yeah, it was, it was cool. Sweet. How about and how about all the upsets too? Like like Cooper Webb went out right away. RV went out right away. Right. Yeah, yeah so. I was, it was nuts. I was watching RV uh, Friday, and he looked, I thought like one of the best guys out there. And then he had a little case over a quad in the middle there, and then after that, I think it took a little bit of wind out of his yeah, sails. Yeah, maybe hurt his ankle or something. I don't know. Yeah, I haven't checked in with him um, since he's since he was sitting in that seat, just hammered for the show 400 a few weeks ago. <laughs> yeah, hurt. Right, right. Um, uh, yeah, it, it's it's a real cool deal. Um, and then so one of the guys um, I was looking forward to seeing how you could do was Max Volan, who just that was his first ride on a, on a bigger bike. He breaks his collarbone right in your class. So you were up against Michael Lieb. Yeah, yep. yeah, Lee was the me and him in the final. Again, I didn't watch it. Did it go? Did you go too straight on him, or did you guys go to a final third? Or I, uh, yeah, I went too straight. I okay. had a, a case in the middle there um, over a step up and gave him a pretty big gap. But so I made it interesting for everyone. Came down, <laughs> came down to the nice. finish line, but uh, nice. Yeah. Oh, that's good. No, that's awesome, man. It, it's really good to uh, to see you do that. And you know, I mean, look, it's is it a super cost? No, but it, I mean, it's got to help you a little bit with your confidence, right? I mean, you, you had a tough year, so it's got to help you end the year uh, strong. Oh, oh yeah, for sure. It's been a really tough year, and to do something like that and like a goal to go there and win is is the goal, yeah. and then to achieve it, and uh, yeah, it's it's uh, makes you pretty happy for sure, and and also there's it's not like a super cross with all the turns and stuff, but yeah, you have the rhythms and you still have a whoop yeah. section and all that all right. kind of stuff, so which I struggle with and. I was able to figure it out and make it happen. Yeah, for sure. Uh, FXR Racing Race Tech Suspension Privateer Island Life Podcast number 102. You use your FXR. You wear FXR. Yes, sir. Do you get a bonus for this thing? Do we need to hit up Andy for um, a maybe, straight rhythm bonus? Uh, no, he actually did hit me oh, up. Oh, he did? He, yeah. He, oh, nice. He, he surprised me. I, I uh, After the event, I thought, maybe I should have, but no, he hit me up, and I was like pretty stoked on that. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah good yeah. gear, right? Looks good? Fits oh, good? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I love my kit for uh, yeah. straight rhythm, even though it wasn't retro. Yeah. Um, I like the red and gold new 2020 stuff. I'm yeah. Sorry. No, it's uh, it's good stuff for sure. So thanks to those guys for, for making this podcast happen. Appreciate it. Also, the Skosh guys are going to give you a little care package. So I'll get your address before oh, sweet. before you leave. They'll send you a little bit of thing, something for doing the show. So um, so first first couple of things, Pulp Mex Fantasy. We got to talk. 
you're a fantasy killer sometimes yeah with your lap times and your skills mm-hmm. i don't know if you heard that from people <laughs> i don't know if you got a little bit of that but a little bit yeah. yeah a little bit but some people yeah very angry with you this year it wasn't a great year for you uh but but i think the the cool part of it is yeah, well the cool maybe maybe there's no cool part of it because people are maybe bagging on you i don't know but if they're not then the cool part of it is people are looking at you and watching you and seeing those lap times and watching you on the track and be like, I want to pick this kid for, for Pulp Max Fantasy. So that part's cool, uh, as opposed to people not knowing who you are, you know? So um, we saw you on Club. You started the year with Club MX uh, uh, Traders, Club MX, uh, what, what official team name? I forget what it was. Uh, CTR. Yeah, CTR. Um, didn't go well, though. No, uh, it was rough. Kind of was a kind of last-minute deal. I ended up getting injured in the offseason. Mm-hmm. Um, I was doing my own thing on Yamahas. I was feeling pretty good on them, but uh, got hurt and came back uh, four weeks before the first round and thought that would be enough to be ready but yeah. it took me a little bit to get adapt with the the team's bike and how everything works and came in i almost didn't go to the first round i was like oh let's do a good experience and yep it's it was good experience i definitely learned a lot but uh unfortunately my results were not good and just just struggled with getting comfortable with the the bike and I hate making excuses about it, but everyone has to well, deal with the track. But yeah, I mean, it's not excuses. There's 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 excuses, and then there's like you know some reasons, some legitimate reasons. So mm-hmm. you know, I mean, it was uh, the team uses Olins. This is a different suspension than what you're used to. You didn't have a ton of time on it. It's a different from everybody I talked to. It it's a little different system. So you know, it just didn't really work for you. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was tough because coming in kind of late. Um, I missed. Uh, Olin's guys came over and did some testing mm-hmm. with the team uh, when McAdoo's was on it. And right. So he got some testing. So you got himself. McAdoo's spot, right? That's how it went? Yeah. McAdoo came on the team, and then he got picked up by Geico, and then they said, hey, you can come on. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and then I, I uh, jumped into that spot. and So I missed that testing for myself. Yep. So he got some testing in, and like, so that kind of was a little bit of a setback mm-hmm. and getting adapted to it. But And then got into the season, and it was just, just going rough, and I ended up uh, – couple little bad breaks just like missing it by tents here and there yep. and whatever and um just overthinking things and then i ended up tweaking my ankle and then the team brought in uh some filling riders for when i was hurt yep and uh pennington was hurt also so i ended up but split Didn't you ways. guys get hurt at the same race or the same week or something pennington and you or uh no he got hurt at uh D- ford field okay. Detroit, okay and then it was like after the next round okay and then so then, yeah, then they're just down to Osby. So they yep. brought Taft and uh, Justin Thompson on. Yep. So then I uh, end up splitting ways with the team, which is all like we we agreed upon and it was fine. I went yeah, back like to, did it did it get ugly or no? You were like, hey, this isn't working. They were like, no problem. Like, yeah, no, yeah. They were they were fine with it. They they knew mm-hmm. the struggle. They were trying really hard mm-hmm. to make it work, um, in in their way. But it just this wasn't we weren't gelling. And but they were they're cool with it, which I hate burning bridges. So mm-hmm. I was I was happy with they understood and. So I took some took a week or two off, let my ankle heal up, and then got on my own bike and was feeling really good and was uh, getting ready for Nashville. Mm-hmm. And like last day riding before Nashville, end up hitting neutral over a dragon's back, went over the handlebars, oh. and yeah, compressed. Couple. The one obstacle you don't want to hit neutral over. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it, yeah, it was kind of a fluke thing. I wasn't even shifting near that jump. I don't know yeah. if I must have bumped it, whatever. Either right. way, it happened, yep. and uh, compressed a few vertebrae in my back and. That was pretty tough. Uh, it was pretty minor for the injury, but mm-hmm. still, back injuries are just scary yeah, in general. For sure. So, and then that, I was out for a while. Contemplated not racing at all this year, but 
you know, after you're out for a month, it's like, yeah, <laughs> you can't yeah. wait to get back on yep. the bike. So got back riding and, and it was like, Oh, well maybe I'll come back for Red Bud. It's mm-hmm. my home race. And I uh, was feeling pretty good. Got to Red Bud and, uh, qualified. All right. Mm-hmm. And first moto was ripped. Dude, a, you ripped a hell of a start. <laughs> yeah. I, I can't remember that first turn and I could see the whole shot line right behind, I think Adam and Amar. Yeah. And I was like, is this a dream? You know, like, <laughs> well, in one way, it might have been the worst thing to do because then you're now you're like, okay, I got to go. Maybe you know you're you're freshly back on the bike. Now you got to push it maybe more than what you wanted to, right? Like, good and bad. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. It it was in the, in the moment I was like, all right, here we go. Like, and I end up actually getting Amart in the second turn, and I was in second for a minute, and then Fernandez got me, and uh, whatever. I think I was back to fourth on the first lap, but I was there for a good while, and yeah. But a couple yeah, I want to say ten minutes, right? Ten, yeah, ten, twelve minutes. You ran, yeah, up there. And uh, a thing that came to my head, I was behind them guys. I I kind of couldn't believe, like I wasn't overriding the track. Yeah. Like I was, I right. was comfortable riding that pace, mm-hmm. and that just the realization of that was just huge for my confidence, <laughs> right, you know. Sure. And I was like, I can, I could do this, you know. And then uh, end up, my bike started to go. I uh, I think my valve guide started to break. And of course, it happened going up the Rockwell's Leap. Oh, as I was trying to hit it and cased it super hard, <laughs> somehow rode away, yeah. um, and I was in fifth at that point. And then it just kind of—I was kind of freaked out. I didn't know whether I pull off, yeah, or what. And then the bike cleaned out. I was like, "All right, I'll keep going." And then my rear brakes went out, and <laughs> and then I was like, "This people were just blown <laughs> by me." And then my bike blew up. Yeah, you know. So uh. and then second moto, swap motor to practice bike. Somehow got another pretty good start. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I was running top ten, and then kind of dropped back a little bit, and then had a crash, and that was it. But you got points though, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got yeah. end up getting seventeenth. Yeah. So that um, was a nice salvage that. Yeah, and then that was the uh, you were the subject, you were the innocent bystander of AC going off the track on yeah. the finish line and coming back in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? that was yeah. I got um, my name got thrown a lot, a lot, yeah, right. <laughs> which, which is, I guess, good in a way, but right. Um, Did he surprised the shit out of you? Did you? Or did you kind of know that he's? Yeah, he definitely surprised me. Yeah. Like when from my angle, he went off the track. I thought he was crashing. Like, yeah, yeah. The way he was coming right. off sideways, right. and like I'm like, he's going in the fence. Yeah. And then there was banners there, so right. I I couldn't see him. Right. And then I was all the way on the right, and I was sweeping in that turn, and I was sweeping in, and then he just popped out on the other side of the banners and caught, <laughs> caught, caught me. Ah! Off, yeah, exactly. <laughs> caught me a little bit off guard, and then yeah. I hopped over out, out of the line because our lines would have came together. Yeah. Um, and then whatever, when I'm on racing, but, um, yeah, it's definitely a lot of replays and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It was a big topic on our pulp show stuff. You know what I mean? All that kind of stuff. Like what, you know, cause I mean, I did feel like the aim, I mean, I was telling the, the MX sports guy, I'm like, what do you want him to do? Like he, he's, there's banners there. He can't pull back in, you know, they're like, Oh, he was grabbing gears. I'm like, okay, well he was, but I mean, whatever. Like, yeah. Anyways, anyone in his, in his position, like any racer would have done yeah. pretty much the same thing. Yeah. I, if the only thing that I saw, maybe if you would have looked over just before he jumped on the track, mm-hmm. that's. But other than that, if I go off the track and I'm in third, I want to come back in in third, you know. So you, you don't want to like slow up and and let the guys pass you. Yeah, yeah, no, so, exactly right. And when, yeah. when he went off, he was clearly ahead of me. But um, I, I mean, I heard people like, "Oh, he could have t-boned Crown." I'm like, "Calm down." He wasn't going to t-bone. I'm like, no, he, he was, yeah. "You know, like he was, he was he was turning left." It was. Yeah. <laughs> if, if I would have kept going straight, we would have collided. Yeah. Um. But. I I saw him coming on yeah. the track to yeah. where you know yeah. I could just move over a little bit. So okay, so Mil- so that was good. You went to Unadilla. Yeah, I, well, right after Red Bud, uh, confidence was high. I yep. was ready to camber down and work on my fitness, just try mm-hmm. to get that a little bit better for um, 
next round, I think it was Millville, I believe. Yeah. And uh, first day riding, I tipped over in a turn, hyperextended my thumb. So oh, yeah, yeah. This stupid little thing, like, oh, I'll be fine in a yeah. week, kept training, and then tried riding. Couldn't hang on. Yeah. Couldn't work. And so then I waited and came back for Unadilla, thinking I was ready. Yeah. Riding tracks back home, they weren't that rough, so... Mm-hmm. But yeah. I could do 30s, and I was fine. And then you got the slot car cross. That's, that's Unadilla. <laughs> yeah, I got the Unadilla. I had a little crash in practice, which didn't bug my thumb, thumb at all. But um, this qualifying wasn't the greatest. And then first moto, I was running, I think, 14th or 13th or something. And uh, for, I don't know, eight minutes, not very long, yeah. my thumb started just throbbing. And it was getting hard to hang on. Yeah. So I was like, I started getting passed by dudes. And it was just like, I'm not doing myself any good yeah. out here. Yeah. you know. So I ended up pulling off and that was the end of the it's it's funny series, like series i guess you were number 89 what number were you yeah yeah 89, 89. yeah so it was your be- you had your best year last year you know got 89 and then you're hoping to continue that momentum just a garbage year but you got but you won red bull straight rhythm so yeah, <laughs> like yeah. i don't know i don't know how you how you put that like I, yeah I, I guess you think like yeah garbage year but i won red bull straight rhythm mm-hmm. which is publicity and money and you know yeah yeah no so, that, that definitely uplifts the year like yeah. if it wasn't for that it yeah. would just be like been suicide watch <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah definitely um thought about throwing in the towel a little bit about the racing thing but no that red bull was a definitely did you really for real a, a little bit yeah like, this i've been through so many injuries yeah. and yeah and dudes that didn't you like, have a big one as an amateur or uh, your first year pro uh, Were you out for a while with something? Yeah, I, uh, well, when I was younger, I broke my femur and then dig my tip fib, but then freight, I turned pro in 17. Okay. And a 17, and then uh, uh, did a few races, and then I was going to do Supercross for it, now the CTR team. It yep. was the Redemption yep. KTM team. Yeah, Redemption guys. And went snowboarding over uh, Christmas break and had a little issue and tore my ACL. Okay, and that so was it then, yeah. That was, yeah, so it took me out of my... <clears throat> the my rookie supercross right season, okay say. yeah and then i uh came back for uh this is last year yeah i came back for the canadian nationals and that yeah. went that went pretty solid came in kind of rushed but uh ended up coming away with second in that championship yeah. but uh yeah a lot of injuries and then this year was really rough with with injuries yeah. and yeah and so the first so maybe like for a second there you're like hey is, am I, is this is this working out yeah it yeah it's because it's like put all this work in and effort and then when yeah. you don't see it in results and yep and and things and you just keep getting hurt it's like it's hard to want to keep going and yeah then especially i see guys like i grew up racing against forkner saxton mm-hmm. cantrell all these dudes that are established yeah guys battling for championships you know back a few years ago when we we're racing amateurs i was in the mix with those guys yeah and then just between injuries and and whatever um those guys just are climbing and i'm yeah. just on the, on the and you're just sitting there yeah yeah, yeah sitting dude, there I, I can imagine yeah. struggling and it's definitely hard uh on yourself yep. you know when when you're struggling to get to the next race and, and yeah. whatever and and it but then things like red button that that first yeah. the yeah. 10 minutes of that moto when i was running up there that was like a big right. uplift like you know i can still like, I, I can do it yeah, yeah i can do I, it i can still do right. it you know or so. even straight rhythm you're like okay i got some skills yeah and like yeah. i'm telling you like when i watch you your supercross results don't equal sort of to your talent or your lap time speed or your the way I watch you on a bike. I'm like, oh, that kid can ride. You know what I mean? But you haven't been able to put it together. But you can ride a motorcycle. You're you're, you're pretty talented that way. So I you know. That. So you just gotta like, you know, yeah. It's it's really tough because you're not making any money. Oh, this Red Bull thing helps a little bit, but you know, generally right. speaking, you're not making any money, right? And mm-hmm. you're like, hey, I gotta go with my life. But 
man, like when to quit it, you know, I brought it up this year with, with the show, like Bogle, like obviously he's a champion, supercross champion. So he's a different spot than you, but dude, you couldn't get any much lower than what he was last summer. Like Mm -hmm. you really couldn't, he, his concussions bad. He wasn't in shape. He, you know, just kept getting hurt. And he had no ride, and his team folded, right? And then he gets that fill-in spot when Bloss gets hurt, and next thing you know, it all comes together. He's winning fucking heat races by the end of the year. And, you you know, he's now he's on a team next year, and he's like, his career is on. Like, that shit can happen. Oh, yeah. It's like, <laughs> you know? it's a crazy it, roller dude, coaster. Dude, it is. Ride. It really is. And that's what we love about the sport, but that's also what, what's shitty about our sport is the roller coasterness of it and the emotions, you know, and everything else. So, um, yeah, it's it's a tough deal. Um so yeah, you mentioned you, you you mentioned you went to Canada. Well, for, actually, let's talk. So next year, I guess privateering it. Uh, do you have you're talking to some people? Like um, worst yeah. case scenario, privateer. Best case. Yeah, yeah. W- worst case, I'll buy bikes and go racing. Yeah. Um, I'm definitely not not quitting <laughs> for right. sure right yeah. now. So I want to get a good off season. I haven't had a good off season in forever. Yeah. So try to stay healthy throughout the off season, get a good base, and come in strong for uh, the first most like the East Coast round. Yep. Um. But uh, hopefully, I've been talking to a couple little teams, mm-hmm. um, satellite stuff, and we'll see if that comes through. That'd right. be really awesome. Yeah, um, definitely grateful <clears throat> for if those opportunities come through. But mm-hmm. uh, also, there's been I've been talking a little bit with uh, a couple Canadian teams too. Yep. So that's on the plate. It might happen, but uh, I'll try to. If that does happen, I'll still most likely race Supercross. Do some Supers, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, you did well up there. Do you like the vibe up there? Do you like the how it goes? Yeah, it's cool. Yeah. I the the vibe is a lot more laid back mm-hmm. it seems like everyone like you, you know all the race i don't know it just yeah. seems cool like there's no really crazy rivalries i don't know it's just laid back and yeah it's fun fun racing um tracks are definitely i would say a lot better down here yeah um but no it's it's cool and uh i definitely if i it's were to get a good ride i'll go back for nice sure. to be up front too right it'd be nice oh. to be the guy yeah you know? yeah like, that's a that's winning winning is awesome right right so, right that's it's cool those guys are definitely fast up there the top few it's just maybe a little bit less guys yeah up there and um yeah it's cool winning the, races the mx2 this year was deep for the first time in a long time like it, it, it you got osby won races renslin won races um Adaglia is solid right he's just a veteran and then you got you got you got pettis who came on later in the year of course Wright was great all year like it that that class was deeper than it had been in, in a while up there so um yeah. which is good to see you know good racing so Mm-hmm. You kind of kind of were like, ah, oh, like I don't know, this guy could get six or this guy could win, you know, one of those things, and and that wasn't always like that up there. So, mm-hmm. um, you make any money up there though? Did you do any? Like that that purse is not very good. No, no, <laughs> I probably lost money. Did you? Yeah, to be honest, I was kind of disappointed. I, I was, I thought I had mm-hmm. some uh, KTM contingency coming at the end of the year for podium bonus. Yeah, so I was pretty comfortable in second, and then I was going for the championship. I was three points down from Jess and going into the last round. Yep, um, and then end up fell first turn whatever didn't make it happen and uh then didn't really get any bonus for a second so i was like pretty disappointed <laughs> yeah you're like huh yeah um now you rode yamaha's this past year uh and i've you know i'm i'm blue crew i'm blue crew for life uh well i don't know about for life but why they give me a bike <laughs> yeah. um but I, I i mean the 250 class they have a bike to have now I'll, but there are some issues with them right you had you had issues with them so you, are you would you be on yamaha again if you had to privateer it or um probably not i know I I loved my bike. Yep. I mean, as it showed, it's it, fast. Yeah. It's fast, yeah. and um, I like the way it handles. It's like if I could, I would pick that bike. Mm-hmm. But I can't afford to be rebuilding it yep. like every race. You know, I just can't afford to do it. So 
most likely it'll probably be KTM if yep. I were to buy a bike just for the reliability aspect of it. Mm-hmm. Um, then they're pretty solid out of the box too. Yep. So. Um, FXR Racing Race Tech Suspension Privateer Island Life Podcast number 102. Joey Crown uh, presented by Maxis, Skosh, and Namira all on board with us. So um, when you were an amateur kid, read a lot about you. You won a lot. Like you said, you, you raced against some pretty fast dudes. How close were you to getting on Pro Circuit? Or was there a talk of that? Was that ever going to happen? I feel like I heard something about that when you were an amateur coming up. Was that? Yeah, it was uh, uh, 2013. I won both my uh, bowl championships at Loretta's and quite a few other titles on a 150. So I got onto Team Green. Okay. And then uh, I was just just uh, Team Green Sport and not Pro yep. Circuit for 14 and 15 and uh, B. And then 16, I got uh, – team green pro circuit ride mm-hmm. so i didn't have like the forkner status where okay. pro circuit was building all the stuff but yep. i was still pro circuit and um and then that was kind of my year i needed to prove that yep. i can do it and then end up breaking my arm and arena cross <laughs> okay so that kind of uh screwed me out of uh doing spring nationals and okay. then kind of came back and rushed into the Redas and the Redas didn't go good so then i lost that support ride and i the next year i wasn't on team green i just got cowie support okay um the next year was if, if i would have had the next year that year it probably would have been a different story yeah yeah, yeah. but uh yeah. the next year was a little bit better I, I came out and i won um daytona bowl classes with okay. justin cooper and and uh there's some some stack i think hard traffic might have been there there's some stack guys there and, yeah and then uh the did pretty solid freestone and uh mammoth loretta's got second in open pro sport and third so I was like the only guy up there that wasn't on a factory team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I made the decision to go to Yundilla, which I don't know. Looking back, I kind of wish I would have stayed down a little bit longer. Did they want you to? Did anybody ask you to? Or did that you were no, just like, hey, I'm done? It, yeah. it was it was my choice. Right. Um, I kind of I was kind of a little bit over the the amateur <laughs> stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, I wanted to get pro. I was already my second year in A class. Yeah. I kind of felt like I should move up. Yep. You know, being two years already in A. Yeah, yeah. So. I moved up and um which it wasn't horrible i scored points at every round so it wasn't bad and i got 95 for the next year mm-hmm. but uh i feel like if maybe if i would have stayed i could have did something at monster cup or minios sure. and got yeah. maybe a better ride for yeah, when I yeah. Turned pro. yeah because it's, it's, it's hard to know though right like, oh it, it's hard you, you look back there's if you did this or did that you know should have could have would have yeah 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 no. um, um no it, yeah it so Okay, so maybe there was no pro circuit ride for you or something. No, no, know. this this uh, I had the amateur yeah. pro circuit thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. there, I was kind of like the guy they were thinking was gonna maybe be in that okay. spot. Yep. Because uh, Forkner <laughs> went pro uh, after Freestone and sixteen Spring Nationals, mm-hmm. which I was hurt, and then I was the only A rider for Team Green or Pro Circuit. Yep. So I didn't. I wasn't talking to Mitch about a factory ride or anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think if I would have performed like. I knew sure. everyone knew I could. Right. That could have led to something, but then I injuries. saw you at Walton. Uh, you were still an amateur, maybe when I saw that. Uh, Sixteen. Sixteen. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You're still an amateur then, and you were you were quick. You yeah. You were, you won one, and then was it, there was a combined race where you did really well at two. Right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. At the I got third in the, yeah. the open between the two fifties and the four. Right, right. But, um, yeah. I was like, huh? Oh, I was like, oh, this kid's fast. Like, yeah. You know. So. Then the year before there, I uh, was B. And then I, you can race pro as an intermediate. Yeah, yeah. So I uh, signed up on Sunday. I raced the amateur day mm-hmm. all, all weekend. Yeah, or, all week. Yeah, all yeah. week. Sorry. 
and then on the weekend everyone was like you should race the pro day you should race pro day mm-hmm. and uh so i decided to sign up and that was like my first that was a really yeah. good race i qualified fastest and uh was second <laughs> everyone, everyone was like who the hell is this yeah kid? yeah <laughs> i was uh by second over sanai um he came up and raced and i mean blew my expectations out of the water and uh did really well um wasn't got end up fouled my first moto yeah and then won my second moto and uh my first technically pro race pro I guess. race yeah and yeah. uh got second overall i was pretty stoked on that but yeah um and then whatever right after and, that, and then, um so your dad raced pro for a long time matt crown michigan guy and like i worked for nick way i worked for kelly smith so i'm familiar with michigan guys i used to go up there in the summer and stay up there so you know uh, i've seen your dad ride before over the years uh how much does he uh does he help you a lot yeah a lot yeah he you know like you said pro uh for quite a few he years was, he was good too he had some good, good rides yeah. yeah yeah he was uh he wasn't he had to work during the weeks yeah and then he raced on the right, weekends right. but um yeah he always had a national number always scored points yeah. and um was good solid guy but he still had a had to work nine to five job yeah. but, um and then yeah he's he's been a lot i, I wanted him like dad when i was younger right and yeah yep. so i got a bike and he raced he's actually he still races a little bit now but uh-huh. um yeah he from the training side of it riding coach and everything oh yeah, yeah everything he built my bikes you know you guys ever like butt heads like fathers and sons do or oh for sure okay <laughs> for sure it's yeah. not all all yeah, yeah. you know rainbows, no that's but... the typical thing i mean that's nothing new right yeah, yeah no no not at all he he uh he's passionate about it you know yeah. and like he he knows what i'm capable of right you know as it, most fathers do and and then when i'm not doing that is it's frustrating like, sure i can completely right. understand um it's the especially the amount of time and money that the yeah. parents put into it and, oh yeah and when not that i'm not trying to get results but in areas where this he wrote suzuki's right forever was it was your, uh, your dad, 85s yeah no yeah. your dad oh my dad suzuki's uh forever? yeah 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 i think suzuki's quite a bit i mean yeah, he yeah. was around he had a cowie uh canada deal for racing oh, up he? there okay um not anything like now where yeah, he could yeah. just yeah. go and race but right um and he had some podiums up in canada yeah. and stuff but um so he's he does his suspension he does suspension service right he has a business up there in yeah. michigan yep uh, mcr suspension right. he he uh, has been doing my bikes all growing up and, right. and throughout my whole career and testing and um so here's so. here's the here's the the hard-hitting question that i'll ask you so it's awesome that your dad does your bikes and your suspension and everything else and he's he knows probably exactly how you like the bike to feel and you know you know you know your dad can fix it and all that that's a great thing except when you go to another team or you go with another team that has to use this suspension or or whatever and then you're not quite as comfy your dad your dad's not there to like know kind of like you know it's the language of telling your dad what's it what the bike's doing and your dad knowing you know he's your he's your father you guys probably work so well together as far as setting up a bike when you ride for other teams or other people that has to do suspension, do you struggle with that a little bit where you're like, ah, it's not my, you know, it's a great thing, but it's also a negative in that way. Yeah. Uh, it definitely is a challenge for sure. Cause yeah, like my dad knows yeah. when I say something, he knows, yeah. or he knows when I look at him riding and he's, he's mm-hmm. watched me my whole life. So yeah. he knows when, when it looks right or wrong. So it is a little challenging. I, I've testing with him like since on 85s we've yeah. always trying things i'm trying stuff for him yeah. too for and, and i'm sure you're, and you're, yeah and your dad's curious about getting a, a bike to work better for anybody never mind you never mind his kid yeah, yeah exactly so i've done a lot of testing and i'm uh i like to think i've become a pretty good tester and explaining mm-hmm. stuff so if he's yep. not there um i can be pretty decent at testing but 
it definitely is a little more challenging. Yeah. Um, yeah, if, if, you, if you get a ride next year and your dad's not doing the suspension, you got to fight through it, you know what I mean, and be like, hey, I, you know, you, you, there's a tendency to be like, ah, oh, hey, dad, help me out. But <laughs> these teams don't take that well. No. They don't like that. Like, no, trust they, me on that. They, yeah, right. I know. I, I learned a little bit of that. Did but, you? Okay, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I mean, I've been there as a mechanic. I was a mechanic for a long time. So I know because I've had dads been like, I know what, no, just stay over there, dad. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's just the way it works. It's yeah. a little political. It's a little – you know, professional, like now you're a pro, right? And all that. But on the other hand, no one knows you and your riding style and your bike like your dad. Yeah, so that's a yeah, difficult it, thing. It is very difficult because when he sees me and I'm struggling, you know, he wants to wants to yeah. help out because he know, yeah. knows he could help. Of course. But when the teams, they don't want that help. And my no. in my dad's eyes, he's like, what what does it matter? I'm just trying to help. <laughs> yeah. You know, but it, Dude, it's a it, it's a political minefield. <laughs> oh yeah, and you start tap, stepping on toes and mm-hmm. and people start getting offended. Not that my dad necessarily means to do that by any means. No. You know, he's not no. trying to he's just trying to get help me to get the best results yep. that I can. Yep. Yep. Um, no, it's yeah. definitely something you got to battle. Yeah. You yourself, you know, coming up and and everything else. I mean, he did your bike for a straight rhythm, right? Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. you know, you're like, "Ah, sweet. Bike works great," you know? <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Um yeah, so that's just that's got to be a little bit of a delicate situation for you and him, and whatever teams you ride for in the future, you know. So, mm-hmm. well, something you got to deal with. <laughs> oh, yeah, we'll, we'll figure it out. I'll, right. If I get if I get a ride or in in the future, and yeah, um, I just hopefully that all the time working with my dad and testing and yeah. stuff, I can able to do that with them and, yeah. and work with them and help get the stuff. Working. Um, as I said, I I think you can ride a bike. You've got some talent. You've got speed. I can watch you jump things, and I'm like, yeah, this kid, you know, he's he's good at it. But it hasn't quite worked for you for Supercross. What what's been the biggest reason why? Um, well, biggest reason those them whoops. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the whoops is definitely one of the things that which I always used to be good at, and then just um just had some crashes in them, yep, and it yep. hurts the confident confidence. <laughs> sure. I kind of let those the that one section kind of ruin my whole flow right, through right. the lap because yeah, yeah. I'm going around you know hitting a triple thinking about the whoops coming up you know so uh, I think this what this year would really help is hit a whoops a lot and work on those and 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 be ready and confident and not, yeah. not have to think about it yeah because I know I can hit the whoops and I did it straight rhythm I made it happen and um and when I'm practicing I get it figured right. out I just got to get that confidence and that comfortability and yeah. I think. I, I don't think I, comfortability is even a word, but I like it. Yeah, I yeah, like it. Yeah, yeah, it's really good. Yeah, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> I might use that. I might throw that in my my, my per- mind. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, but I don't think that's a word. Team. I don't think comfortability is a word. Comfortability. No, no. no. but I like it. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, yep. it, it gets the point. <laughs> yeah. No, it works. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it, it works. But yeah, just uh, try to come in and and healthy. And I think if if I can come in healthy, hundred yep. percent, a good off season, mm-hmm. I'm I'm pretty confident I'll surprise a lot of people because. My last year results on paper were yeah. not good. In but, but I think the straight rhythm's really good. Yeah, it gets a lot of eyeballs. And people are like, oh, Joey Crown. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I remember him. Like, yeah. he didn't see much of you this year, right? Mm-hmm. Doing anything. Oh, look, he ran up front at Red Bud and he won straight rhythm. So yeah. it's, it's good. that Those two memories for what people have for you for this year. Yeah. But generally speaking, I mean, outdoors has never been an issue. You score points as a privateer or whatever. You know, you can ride motocross. It's no, no doubt. It's just the indoor stuff that mm-hmm. seems to be your bugaboo a little bit. Um, yeah. Do we blame Andy and the gear at all? Can we blame FXR at all? Do we uh, do you want to? No, I, okay. can't, I can't blame okay. that. All right. I, He's I, always got me. I would like so. to blame Andy. Um, growing up, uh, obviously, uh, is Michigan 14, District 14? Yeah. Okay. I heard enough from Nick Way and Kelly Smith. Uh, who'd you look up to? Who'd you – Who'd you? did you go uh, local races and – like Nick Way or, or any of these guys? Um, yeah. I 
He's almost too old for you. Yeah, he I is, know. He's fucking scary, dude. Yeah, I mean, I did, I did like he stayed around for a lot yeah. of racing, but yep. um, when he was kind of in more of his prime, <clears throat> I didn't uh, pay much attention yeah. as uh, the racing. But I definitely looked up Nick Wayne, especially after meeting him. He seems like a, he's a really cool guy. Yep, uh, like hanging out with him, mountain biking here and there with him. But uh, I, I looked up to Kevin Windham. Yep, like I really liked his style <clears throat> and uh, sure. how he was with all the fans and um, him and uh, Trey Kennard were probably my two guys okay yeah yeah up looking up up to yep. um and travis did you Strano. when you were little did you go to red bud every year like with your dad drag yeah i'm sorry racing red bud he raced pretty late uh yeah he did i, I don't know I, if you were still no like, I, I can't really remember okay. that because i remember your dad and he's i don't know if he's gonna listen to this but he was pretty old <laughs> uh still riding red bud once a year and putting it in the motos yeah i no, think he, yeah he was uh he was mechanicking for someone else um okay for the series but the deal when he was mechanic and he got to do i think it was two nationals okay of his choice right. so always was red bud and millville maybe uh, i think millville millville yeah, yeah. yeah millville or southwick I'm probably millville. i remember like i said like i was wrenching and they're like yeah dude matt crown made the motos <laughs> i'm like matt crown from like the mid 90s they're like yeah he's still still racing i'm like oh shit it's yeah. like like Rui or one of these guys right like yeah, yeah. no he ripped okay. and he's still score points yeah 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 still make it happen. so um so you went to all those as a little kid and all that uh well when he was he was done or yeah he was done racing pro but, by the time i can remember yeah, anyways. yeah. but um it was kind of late late 90s yeah. when he started to back down that but i went to all he still went to loretta's and yeah did that kind of stuff yep did you have any like did you meet any of these guys when you were a little kid like at the that pontiac or or at uh detroit or or red bud and these pros like canard or any of these guys um no well i actually i did meet canard uh vegas one year had a rough year uh got laying on got a concussion and he came over and I was upset, you know. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Why has it always happened to me? All these injuries yeah, and yeah. stuff. And I talked to Trey, and he's he's pretty cool. Said oh, some good. really good words and cool. stuff. And <clears throat> I, I met Travis. Uh, I think first time was at Pontiac. I was there. Yeah, uh, let's dive into this Trent. Pastrana thing. So uh, Pastrana's uh, still racing some Supercrosses and Motor Daytona and stuff. Cernix Suzuki team is kind of a, his own thing that whenever he wanted to race. And your dad was his mechanic. Yeah. How'd that come together? Yeah, it was. Um, kind of my dad was friends with Cernic and uh ron meredith was kind of helping travis out and uh they were looking for someone that could do more than just mechanic on okay. one bike because yeah. travis was trying to do supercross <laughs> supermoto freestyle he's <laughs> being travis yeah, yeah he's being travis doing yeah. everything so um and meredith is from michigan yeah okay yeah so that's where that came from so you knew your dad yeah okay. he knew my dad from back in the day so yeah um yeah so he knew Ron was like knew Travis was looking yep. for someone, so he called my dad up, and so my dad started wrenching with him, and kind of towards the tail end of his uh, Supercross, and then uh, his all of his escapades to Red Bull X Fighters and X Games and all yep. that kind of stuff. Uh-huh. So it was, it was pretty cool seeing my dad, and uh, he was at X Games when he did the double backflip. Oh, was he? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 So it's cool. And Travis came to the house and did some testing Supermoto. Yep. At a local at, track. Um, and, uh, I've been there. What's that, what's the track called? They have Moto Track in between. Yeah, I can't think. Of, I can't think of. Right oh, now. I've been the there spot. with Nick way back in the day. It was uh, it's a road race track with a moto track in there. Yeah. Um, oh, I don't know. Anyways, yeah. All right, so one of the tracks. So of course, Pastrana was the coolest guy ever, right? Oh like, yeah. yeah, he like, he's, he was so sweet. Right. Like, you know, he he uh, this such a good genuine guy. He's yeah. So nice, like, and and on on screen, like in front of uh, uh, the public and and behind by behind the scenes too yeah you know, he's yeah no guy. he he's a great guy i hung out with him a little bit here and there too like when he was coming back for 
for some supercross stuff and he's yeah he's just a rad dude mm-hmm. so that, yeah. would, that must have been pretty cool for you as a kid oh it, it was sweet like everyone's got travis pastrana uh action figures and everything and you're like yeah yeah he's at my house <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah he's at my house yeah one of the times uh he came over and he was teaching me how to build a, a trampoline bike you know that was the thing oh was, really yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> trampoline bike and then he's showing me tricks and stuff on the trampoline and and uh your mom and dad are just like oh no oh, oh yeah God, he, no. he wanted he wanted me to come out uh, when i was younger to the to his compound oh yeah and learn to flip when i was on like <laughs> when i was on like juniors or yeah, yeah. 50s or whatever and my dad's like yeah i don't know about yeah, that wait, yeah i don't know he my dad made he's me, just giving you a thumbs up like you could do it <laughs> yeah my dad made me a deal it was like because i always wanted to go to travis's right. house uh when when you win your first championship i'll take you oh, okay to, to travis's yeah, house yeah. so um it was i think the end of 2007 i won my first championship at minio's okay in the 50 class i was like all right can i go to travis's he's like uh, you got to win one of the Redis. Oh, like, okay. shit. So, Come on, Dad. Yeah. And then, so then those Furies went by, and then I ended up winning one of the Redis, or two, actually, my first year um, winning them. And then I got to go to Travis's. Oh. And, and it was it was a lot of fun yeah. playing in the foam pit and yeah, the yeah. big did airbag. You, did you flip or no? Um, A bicycle at that time. Yeah. And then uh, yeah, that was a few years ago. Then I got to go back um, a few weeks ago before – Straight rhythm. Though actually, his uh, Pennsylvania race. At, oh, okay, uh, yeah, at um, Pleasure Valley. Right, but, Pleasure Valley. Yeah. yeah, I went to Travis's, my buddy Alex first, and um, got to play on the straight rhythm course with him, which was pretty sweet. Oh, cool. And then uh, sent the flip to the foam. Oh, so, you did? Yeah, nice, yeah. nice. That was sweet. I uh, started on the one ten, and uh, first one just complete chickened out, let yeah. go of the bike. Yeah. Travis like never let go of yeah, the bike. Yeah. But and then uh, second one stuck it, third one stuck in, then I uh, jumped to the one fifty. Yeah. And uh, sent that into there and that was it was cool i i definitely would not expect myself to do that yeah but when you get there and travis is you know pumping you up and, right. and did, it's just it's hard not to <laughs> did you ever hear the story about our producer doing a backflip he went down there no did a backflip i didn't yeah randy richardson from michelin talked to travis our producer says i could do a flip i'm like you're crazy but this would be awesome yeah. so i flew him to, to maryland and a video guy uh, from michigan our, my buddy that swiss core that works for us and he landed a flip to dirt in a day and a half to, with dirt. Tra- to dirt with travis teaching him wow and it was impressive. just like yeah he did a bmx he did the 50 he did the rm bike and then he did his own then he did another bike on the dirt and he just said travis was the best teacher ever he was just so calm and travis was just like if you do this with your head like you know snap your head back like you will like it's easy mm-hmm. yeah and, and he did it in a day and a half yeah. did it to dirt couldn't believe it yeah, that's nuts that takes some commitment to foam is it's the foam yeah right? like you're, right. you're, you said the scariest safe. thing was being stuck upside down in the foam yeah luckily gas is coming on you and luckily i, I didn't have that issue okay <laughs> yeah that is one thing that i was really scared about is being trapped in that black foam pit with a bike on you yeah I, I, scary. he freaked out over that he said that was really scary but yeah. but uh, but yeah so travis taught him how to how to flip i couldn't believe it yeah, that's cool so oh neato um fxr racing race tech suspension Privateer Island Life, number 102, with uh, Joey Crown here, fresh off from Mountain Bike Ride today here in, here in Vegas. And Sean, you're, you're on your way back to Michigan now. And, uh, and what's, what's next for you? What, what do you what's, what's on the next agenda? Um, why don't you just stay here and race Monster Cup? Yeah. I, mean, yeah, I got a 450 I, in the garage. All right, we'll, we'll do it. We'll put it out. To, to I, ride I, that. Yeah, right now I had a, this the KTM 150. I had a guy like, you should just rate that at Monster Cup. I'm like, I don't think I don't think work. you want to do that. No. You <laughs> no. can ride my 450. Yeah. And then, you know, um, yeah, it'd be Get perfect. Suspension set up. Suspension might be a little stiff for you. Yeah, maybe. Oh, super super cross. Might yeah, maybe be bad. it might work out all right. Yeah. <laughs> it might work good actually. Hmm. Yeah, there we'll you see. go. Yeah. <laughs> so you can. But uh, so what else is going to go on? Um, Just yeah, head head back. We'll probably 
make our journey back home and uh, stop some mountain biking on the way there and yep. then uh, figure out the plan for next year with what color yep. bikes and what I'm right. doing. And will you come Will you come back down or where can you ride somewhere up there or what's the deal? Uh, you got to yeah. come back? No, I'm not sure. Um, most likely to be back at Club of Max. Club, yep. Yeah, yep. so I'll, once I figure out what will I'm he, doing for will bikes. Will they still let you back even though you quit the team? <laughs> I think so. I mean, <laughs> last time I talked to them, it was all okay, good. Okay, yeah, that's good. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah, exactly right. They're like, yeah, no, you can't ride here. So, <laughs> Um, you almost wonder, like, you've, you know, maybe West Coast would work for you. Who knows? You know, Jerry switched. Jerry Robin switched to West Coast this year to kind of get away from the East Coast stuff and everything else, and it worked really well for him. He had a good year. It's a totally different dirt, right? It's, I mean, good or bad, I don't know, but it's just a different deal. So, yeah, yeah, who knows? Um, one of those things that, that, that could help you guys. Uh, Namira Technology, their industry-leading top-end repair kits offer everything you need to rebuild your top-end at a price that will keep you riding every single weekend, no matter the budget. From the professional race shops to privateer garages in the mirror has you and your wallet covered. Thanks to Skosh, their family-owned and operated company since 1980. Rockstar Husky using Skosh. Pulp 25 at checkout to save 25%. Of course, uh, Skosh.com. S-C-O-S-C-H-E.com. And thanks to Maxxis as well. Maxxis Tires. Uh, we all had Maxxis on our mountain bikes, I think, today. I think all three mountain bikes yeah, have Maxxis Tires, so. front and rear. So, uh, Maxxis Tires, MXST, uh, out and out, uh, used by AJ Cantanzaro and Supercost. So, uh, Joey Crown uh, in studio here, uh, a rare privateer podcast that's in studio. So, um, all right, anything else? Did we touch on? Did we? Did we? Do anything else we need to talk about? Um, uh, I think we covered most of it that I can think of right now. Yeah. Um, Canadian series next year. Would you do it again? Uh, yeah. If I if, if, I, if you could. Yeah. If the, yeah. Deal, if the deal's right, I'll for sure do right. it. Right. What about a four fifty? Sure. You think about that? Um, I kind of did a little bit. I actually, uh, last year, two thousand eighteen, um, I raced the. I was racing Canadian Nationals, and then a few weekends off, I raced. Uh, well, it was actually 350, but okay. in the 450 class, yeah. and it went went really well. So, um, if I don't have anything for out like this year yeah. for outdoors, I might ride a 450. I do that. It's just cheaper, right? It's, oh yeah. I mean, you look at there's 19, 18, or 19 factory 250s in that outdoor class. Like yeah. it's it's insane, right? Yeah. And so then, yeah, you're you're expected to get on a factory team. You're expected to be top 10. <laughs> yeah. So you're starting to beat 10 of those factory right, bikes that right. are. No, hard for, hard to beat yeah, for sure. For sure. What do you uh obviously mountain biking is a bit, what do you like to do off the bike for training? Mountain biking and uh yeah, mountain biking's up there and yep. uh, I like BMXing too. Oh really? It's fun. Yep. Yeah, but then I mean I obviously do a lot of gym or decent amount of gym work too. Yep. Not quite as fun as mountain biking. No, no, not, no, not at all, right? <laughs> but, um yeah, it's one of those things I always and I've I've I, my listeners will know that I've given this speech to guys like you for a while. Like if it's not gonna happen in two fifty class and, and you're not there yet because you're still young. How old are you? Uh, 21. Yeah, so. you're still young. But if it's not going to happen, just get your ass to 450s because the purse money is so much better. Even the LCQ money, you know what I mean? Like you can actually make some money and you can make main events. And, you know, you don't need to have the, the motorcycle. doesn't need to be crazy competitive. That's my advice to guys. Like at some point you got to be like, hey, man, I need to do straight rhythm, Germany, 450 super costs, you know what I mean? That kind of stuff. Because now you want to make money, right? You want to make a living. So yeah. you're not there yet, but if, if it, you know, it's so hard to be a 250 privateer. It's oh, just, it's, it's crazy. It's so hard. To, the amount of money you got to put into the bikes yeah. to get them to compete. Or, yep. They're still not even to that to no, the factory they're, bike they're level. They're not on and, that level. And, and then you're, you're, you know, you're bringing uh, a knife to a gunfight trying to do the best you can. And sometimes it works. Don't get me wrong. It's, but, but for the most part, like, the money is so much better in 450s. Like, it's just, it, it works out better. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's definitely been thought across the mind. But <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I want to try to make this 250 thing work. That's yep. ideally yep. where 
if I land a ride, that's where I'm. No, for be, sure. So. And you're smaller, so that it fits you a little bit better. You know what I mean? That kind of stuff. Like you're, you're fine that way. I mean, you can ride either one, but uh, but I'm just saying, like, yeah, you're not quite there yet, but. Yeah, definitely got the weight is on my side. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, uh, well, cool, man. Hey, thanks for doing this. Appreciate it. Thank you for coming out mountain biking. That was awesome. No problem. Uh, Thanks for having me out. I hit you up to do one of these podcasts. Uh, Andy from FXR suggested it because, you know, coming off your big win. And then when I hit you up, I was like, well, we'll just, I'll just call you and do it. Next thing you know, you're in my house and you're going mountain biking with me. So that, yeah, yeah. it's pretty good. Yeah, perfect. Not a bad idea. Uh, FXR Racing, Race Tech Suspension, Privateer Island Life, number 102 with, with Joey Crown. Congrats on the straight rhythm, man. That's awesome for you. And uh, good luck with everything next year. Thank you.